the Boston Bruins depth and character is being tested in a huge way right now in February as Patrice Bergeron is sidelined with a head injury, Brad Marchand suspended. And in their second game without both of those players this season, the Bruins fell flat, losing 6-0 to the Carolina Hurricanes. What's next and what needs to happen to right the ship? Well, let's get into that on today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be, as well as take a look around the NHL. Today is Friday, February 11th. Quick reminder, Valentine's Day is on Monday, so make sure you pick something up for your loved one over the weekend. Uh, I want to thank you so much for making Locked On Boston Bruins your first listen every day. The podcast is free and available on all platforms, as well as on YouTube. So please subscribe on the audio and video portions. Uh, Each download listen is very much appreciated. On social media, you can find the podcast at LockedNHLBruins, at Ian C. McLaren for your dad jokes and hockey tweets. I've been following this team all my life, covering them for various outlets for about 17 years now. And uh, what a week it has been. You know, I really thought that back in November when Marchand was suspended the first time, Bruce Cassidy uh, went out with COVID, Jake DeBrusque made his trade request. I really thought, or hoped anyways, that that would be a low point for the Boston Bruins this regular season. But here we are at an even lower point. Uh, This week has been nuts. Uh, Tuka Rask announced his retirement. Patrice Bergeron suffered a head laceration and will be sidelined for at least one more game. And Brad Marchand suspended six games for some very uh, unfortunate and immature behavior displayed uh, against Pittsburgh Penguins goaltender Tristan Jari on Tuesday evening. Uh, so all that together, Thursday night's game against the Hurricanes was the second time this season that the Bruins were without. I mean, they've been without Rask for most of the season, but Rask retired, Marchand out, Bergeron out, nobody on the team from the 2011 Stanley Cup winners. Still some, obviously, from 2019, but... um. The Bruins just fell flat once again. They were just absolutely beat up by the Carolina Hurricanes on the scoreboard, uh, losing 6 nothing to one of the best teams in the NHL. And obviously playing without Bergeron, Marchand, key drivers for the Boston Bruins, it's going to hurt without them, but... One thing Bruce Cassidy harped on after the game was 
the leaders who are still in the lineup really need to step up. Uh, they need to check, take charge in this situation in Cassidy's estimation. That's Charlie Coyle, Brandon Carlo, David Posternock, Taylor Hall, MVP in this league, and Charlie McAvoy as well. Um, I'd add Nick Felino to that list as well. That's He's not here, you can tell, for his offensive contributions, his leadership in the room. Uh, needs to be at the forefront right now. He's been around. He's seen a lot. Um, I will give Charlie McAvoy a ton of credit, as did Bruce Cassidy after the game. He's one guy who tried to step up, play hard, clean, got challenged. Um, you know, he had a big hit in the first period on Sebastian Ajo, challenged by uh, – Hurricanes defenseman Tony D'Angelo, they dropped the gloves. Love to see uh, that guy being taken on. McAvoy said, in our room, we believe in each other. We believe in what we're doing. We have to. If you go into the game and you're thinking, we don't have Briggy, we don't have Marshy, we're dead, you can't have that. And, again, to his credit, Charlie McAvoy uh, really did step up. And I'm giving him the big bear of the game uh, last night. You know, he didn't have any points. Obviously, nobody did. Seven penalty minutes. But he did have that fight. He showed some fight. And he uh, demonstrated to me why he's the future captain of the Boston Bruins. At one time, I thought maybe they'd give it to, to Charlie Coyle down the road. But... It's Charlie McAvoy's, uh, without a doubt. Um, Nick Felino. he also spoke after the game, and he echoed the head coach saying, you know, Bergie, Marshy, they set the pace for the group and what the group is all about, and now it's on other guys to continue that. Doing what needs to be done for the team to have success, every guy's to take ownership in that, and that's what – is great about this group. Guys care. They want to be leaders. And when they're going to um, try to rectify what happened last night, those guys have to step up and uh, and really, yeah, just uh, take the reins and help right the ship. Um, opportunity on Saturday, tomorrow to – Get back in the win column against the Ottawa Senators. It's a game I had tickets for in December. Since been refunded, sadly, because of capacity limits in Ottawa. Uh, the Bruins will then travel to play the Rangers, the Islanders, then back to uh, Ottawa next Saturday uh, before hosting the Colorado Avalanche on the 21st. That will end Marchand's suspension. Uh, but... As to when Bergeron will be back in the lineup, uh, that's a little more unsure. Uh, they'll be without him again for tomorrow's game against the Senators. No definite timeline for his return, although it's possible he travels uh, or joins the team next week uh, for those games in Montreal. But in the meantime, Coyle, McAvoy, Paul, Pasternak, these guys really need to step up. Carlo 
uh, Felino to a certain extent. And Jack Stanika also has an opportunity. You know, I had some spirited discussions yesterday on Twitter saying that if you're going to call up Jack Stanika, you can't anchor him between Felino and Frederick. He needs to be put in a position to succeed. Uh, once the game was well out of hand, you saw Stanika taking some shifts with Hall and Pasternak. Perhaps we can see him at least with DeBrusque and Smith uh, tomorrow against the um, against the Senators. He had a nice setup on a Felino opportunity. Frederick had a rebound, couldn't handle it. If that goes in, then perhaps things change a bit. But um, yeah, we'll have to see what the lineup looks like for Saturday. Some guys are really going to have to step up, and it's an opportunity for Stadnika to demonstrate that he belongs at the NHL level. Before we get into some other Bruins news and notes, let's talk about Built Bar for a moment. It's the time of year that I've pretty much given up on my resolutions, but not this year. I'm sticking to it, eating right, thanks to Built Bar. Almost feels like it's not really a resolution because I actually enjoy eating them. Have you tried the puffs? If you haven't, you're missing out on one of Built Bar's best tasting bars. Puffs are the first ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy, marshmallowy, not just a protein bar. They're a treat covered in 100% real chocolate. And let me tell you, they taste amazing dipped in hot chocolate. Uh, they're low-calorie, high-protein. You can replace your candy bar with these. A better option, uh, healthier for you, and they still taste great. Uh, mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond. Uh, are very popular these days. New for this month is white chocolate cookies and cream. Delicious new flavors coming out all the time. And uh, they're all about the taste over at Bill Bar. They make it delicious first, then figure out how to make it healthy. I don't know how, but they pull it off every time. Go to build.com, use promo code LOCKED15, get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Dot com. I want to thank you again for making Locked On Boston Bruins your first listen every day. Make sure to check out Olympic Hockey Daily presented by Locked On NHL next. A bonus podcast covering all the action in Beijing. You can find it on the Locked On NHL podcast feed, free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Now, uh, Don Sweeney did address the media on Thursday in light of Tuka Rask's retirement, as well as the Bergeron and Marchand uh, situations. We'll start with uh, the two guys who are still on the team and what he had to say about them. Uh, Again, Sweeney revealed that Bergeron has a laceration on the back of his head. The Bruins are taking it day to day. No time frame whatsoever, just worried about his health, like any other player, in terms of what the process is. I'd say perhaps more than other players because of how important he is to the Bruins, as well as his concussion history. Does it change Sweeney's approach to the March 21 trade deadline? Not really. Sweeney said the organization remains committed to try and win. Been that way since he stepped foot uh, in the organization. Doesn't change the daily approach. 
They have multiple plans in place that hopefully they can add to this group. Uh, five weeks or four weeks leading up to the deadline are really important as to where your team is and what the trajectory and health of your team is. They'll have to take that all into consideration. The vast majority of teams will look at it that way. There's some teams that feel pretty comfortable with where they are. And some of us need to make sure we maintain that position. Now, the Bruins, again, fairly comfortable in a playoff spot, even despite uh, last night's loss. Uh, Right now, they are seven points up on Detroit with uh, three games in hand. Ten points up on Columbus. Same amount of games played. Uh, 15 points up on the Islanders, although the caveat there is the Islanders have five games in hand. So that could be a situation worth watching, uh, especially if the Bruins without Bergeron and Marchand continue to stumble. Um, That game next week against the Islanders takes on a bit more importance as a result. On Brad Marchand, Sweeney said he has spoken with Brad about the six-game suspension. Marchand is said to be remorseful, feels he let the team down as well as himself. Uh, His second suspension this season for roughing, high-sticking Tristan Jari the other night. Sweeney said Marchand didn't shun the fact that he was immature and what his decision was, letting his emotions control himself in that situation. Can't unwind it at this point in time. The damage has been done. Got to move forward. Hopefully he can. Sweeney added, if you look at his accomplishments relative to specifically the last four or five years, they're pretty good. A couple of transgressions here recently that have hurt him. And his past has hurt him even more. Um, He said he's respectful of the Department of Player Safety and how they, they see things. Uh, doesn't have a vote, didn't agree with them in terms of what the judgment was on the last one. Um, and you know, he doesn't have a say, didn't have a say coming to this one. So basically is what it is. Uh, now Sweeney did also talk about, uh, reports coming out of the Associated Press that David Krejci, um, you know, saying he hasn't ruled out a return to the NHL, focused on the Olympic Games, but kind of we'll see. Um, Sweeney said he hasn't talked to Krejci since the beginning of the year, meaning 2022, I assume. Uh, he made an indication around the holidays as to what he was staying and doing. Hasn't had any contact with them since. Obviously, he wanted to... Um, play in the Olympics and he'll see what happens after that. He's made some public comments, been asked questions. He's answered them. If the opportunity presents itself, I'm sure there will be several teams that will have the same conversations we would, but he hasn't had any. The trick here is that Krejci would have to pass through waivers in order to uh, join any team. And uh, it could be like a Thomas Grice situation where, He's claimed by a team other than the one he intends to play for and therefore kind of blocked from playing. Or if he wants to come back to the NHL, he has to play 
for the team that claims him. Uh, so we'll see how that uh, how that progresses. Sweeney also talked about Tuka Rask's uh, retirement and what he meant to the organization. Uh, before that, quick word about Bet Online. They have you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football gets ready for the big game on Sunday. BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. Not just football either, BetOnline has up-to-the-minute info on pro and college hoops, hockey, boxing, UFC. Don't wait to take advantage of all the new amazing offers available for the 2022 season at BetOnline, where the game starts. Now, Don Sweeney has known Tugarask from the very beginning when they traded for him in 2006. Uh, Sweeney had just rejoined the organization as the Bruins' director of player development. He traveled to Finland to meet Rask, and um, he said he's been there through his development in Providence. Sweeney was there when he threw the milk crates out onto the ice. And he turned into an unflappable guy that all his teammates acknowledge gave them a chance to win every single night. From a goalie perspective, that's all you can ask for. That's a guy you want to play in front of. He owns records. He's had a long history. He deserves all the accolades. And there are certainly plenty of those. All-time winningest goalie in Bruins history, regular season and playoffs. Most games played by a goalie in Bruins history. Second highest save percentage in NHL history. A Vesna and a Drennings Trophy. Two-time NHL All-Star. Bronze medal. Finland. Stanley Cup as backup in 2011. Two Eastern Conference championships. And, uh, yeah, still incredibly disappointed that things didn't work out for him in his attempted comeback. Um, you know, his 921 career save percentage is tied with Tim Thomas for the highest in team history. The Bruins are very fortunate to have gone from Thomas to Rask back and forth in the beginning. Uh, and Sweeney said, Tuka should be congratulated for all of his accomplishments. We're extremely proud of everything that he contributed to the organization right down to the very end and how he handled his exit. It was on his terms, took some time to really evaluate his game, doing the things he wanted to do, staying true to what was important uh, to Tuca. Cassidy added, he's always been a great Bruin, played a position where there's a lot of scrutiny. He handled it well with a lot of grace over the years and was a good teammate. Uh, glad he retired a Bruin. Now the Bruins march forward with Allmark and Swayman. Uh, in net, uh, Tuca made a promise to the Bruins that he would have surgery and try to rehab and get to the point where he could play. And the Bruins made a promise to him that if he was willing to do that, he'd have an opportunity if he was healthy. They still wisely made a contingency plan by bringing in Linus Allmark. Um, and... Now those two guys will uh, continue to carry the load. The Bruins have made a commitment to kind of spread out the goaltending so that you can have healthy goalies in the playoffs, not overworked, not banged up. 
uh, and they're going to try to find that balance between these two players. Uh, generally, one guy will emerge and take the net for a period of time. Linus has won an awful lot of games in the month of January, so you hope that continues. Obviously, both guys have stumbled here uh, in the past week or so after the All-Star break. Uh, I would imagine they might go back to Swayman for Saturday's game against um, Ottawa. But we'll have to see how that shakes out. Uh, but in the grand scheme of things, the Bruins obviously miss Bergeron and Marchand. They will be back at some point this season. And if you look at who they have signed through next season, there's very little flexibility. Like they're not just going to start selling and rebuilding at this point. Uh, the only players not signed next season are Bergeron, who's a UFA, uh, Jake DeBrusque, RFA, and then you have Lazar, Bleed as UFAs, Savnik as an RFA, uh, Jakob Zborl, I believe, is set to become a UFA because of uh, a loophole where he's hasn't played enough games at the NHL, but he's still been a pro for so long. Um, so really, most of this team is locked in, including the guys they signed in the offseason. You're not going to sell Bergeron and Marchand. You're not trading those guys. Don't. That's not even a, a suggestion to be made. It could be wise, per se, in terms of rebuilding. They could fetch a huge return, but it's just not happening. This team is what it is for the balance of this season mostly in the next season. There could be some moves. Hopefully there's some moves. I still maintain they need a second-line center. They still need help on defense, left and right. Scoring winger would be nice as well. Uh, perhaps they keep DeBrusque and they kind of see him as a internal rental before qualifying or letting him walk in the summer. Um, they're still a playoff team. Anything can happen once you get in the playoffs. Um, I don't see them firing Cassidy, trading Martian, trading Bergeron. Um, they're just going to try to get through this difficult stretch and hope that they're firing at all cylinders when it matters most. And again, Sweeney certainly will make some moves before the March 21st trade deadline. What a week it's been here on the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. Thank you so much for uh, jumping on and listening, watching. Uh, it's been a great week download-wise. I really do appreciate each and every person who takes the time to listen and interact. And um, hopefully there's some better news on Monday. We'll be back to recap the game against the Senators. Hopefully get some friends and guests on. I know it's been pretty solo heavy lately, uh, but there's just, just been so much to talk about. I hope you all have a great weekend. It's snowing here today, so we'll probably do some sledding. Some boys have hockey be watching hockey and uh yeah just uh taking it one day at a time in 2022 that's all we can do really appreciate each and every one of you thank you so much for joining me here on the lockdown boston bruins podcast part of the lockdown podcast network have a great weekend and we'll talk to you again on monday valentine's day take care friends